Hey, where beat the bots? I'm Brianna Lynn. And I'm Ezra. And we are here to share stories about our crazy work experiences. Join us and our guests while we talk about our experiences getting, keeping, and leaving jobs. And we'll be sharing our tips and tricks too. If you like us, give us a follow on TikTok at BeatTheBots and on Instagram at BeatTheBotsResume. Or you can find us on our website at BeatTheBotsResume.com. Got a story to share and want us to read it on the pod or be our guest? Email us with your stories to podcast at BeatTheBotsResume.com and please let us know if it's okay to share. Want to get access to cool extras and help buy us a coffee or treats for Courtney, my cat? Or even tacos for Rihanna Lynn. Or a whole loaf of bread. Yeah, I love bread. <laughs> we have a Patreon now. Check us out on patreon.com forward slash beat the bots resume. If you like what we're doing, give us a good review. If your friend is telling you a fucked up work story, tell that friend to write into us. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like a super mini episode because y'all, we're busy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab a baguette. I'll be right back. <laughs> Another baguette. I recognize I should have done this before, but it's fine. Okay. Bread acquired. Let's do this shit. All right. So... You were telling me about some red flags. Yeah, so I, okay, I feel like not enough people recognize employee red flags. It's something we've talked about a lot. But there is a post in one of my groups that I'm in that I thought would be really interesting to talk about on the podcast. So I'm in a group for people with anxiety where it's like, how do I handle this situation? Panic. Most of the time, yeah, but not in, it's like, how do I handle it in a healthy way? Yeah, oh, okay. Um, And someone posted this and I have a lot of thoughts and I want to hear your thoughts and then I want to discuss. So they said, so last week I royally forked up. How do I fix it? Last week at the office Christmas party, the CEO of our company came and talked to me and told me about a private conversation between him and my manager. I didn't know what to do with the information and I felt quite uncomfortable having it. So after it ended, I went up to one of my most trusted colleagues and told him about it to see if I should tell our manager. I spent the entire weekend considering if I should tell my manager about it and decided not to because I couldn't think of a single good thing to come of it. Then, today, my, during my scheduled one-on-one meeting with my manager, he told me my colleague came up to him and told him I told him what the CEO told me. Our manager has been nothing but great to me since I started working there a few months ago, and he, rightfully so, explained that part of the trust he had had in me is gone because of gossiping. I sincerely apologized told him it wouldn't happen again, and asked him if there was anything I could do to earn the trust back. He said he couldn't think of anything, which I understand. I feel like things like this can only heal with time. Is there anything else I could do to show him I wasn't being malicious, and aside from that massive fork up, I am trustworthy? Hope you'll help a very anxious gal out. So I think <laughs> the, main, the main crux of the issue is... You should have boundaries with coworkers. Yeah, I would probably try not to get in that situation. Well, I don't so, know what I, you could do to fix it. I don't think there is anything. I think the CEO needs to get a shit together and not fucking tell personal stories about people's higher-ups to them. Yeah, like, that's, that's the main issue I'm finding. Yeah. And then on top of it, it feels like her manager being like, I don't trust you now, is kind of almost manipulative and, like, shitty. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see how getting gossiped about hurt your feelings or whatever. Depending, I want to know what the story is. I do too. I'm nosy as hell, but y'all know that. Um, I yeah. So if you're working at maybe a really really small company, again, why is the CEO confiding in mm-hmm. someone about anything about their manager? Because that there's this thing called chain of command. Mm-hmm. You 
should try to keep things on the same level. You shouldn't be jumping all the way up to the top unless you really need to. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is warranted, but why are you telling subordinates shit about their manager? Mm -hmm. Well, that reminds me too. It's probably one of those. We're like a we're like a family companies. Right? <laughs> is that one that I worked at? Yeah. Where on my interview, they were like, "Yeah, everyone's like either related or whatever." That turned out to be a very toxic workplace. I got informed in drama all the time because, like, the CEO's ex-wife was HR, and then his current wife shared an office with him in the building for her other company it was a sub company for mine. And it was so passive aggressive to the point where like I was, cause I was right by the front desk and I was like secretary, water cooler talk all the time. Yeah. And it just was constantly a toxic oversharing thing. And I felt really uncomfortable all the time. I think I told you a lot about it when it was happening. Yes. I don't want to know that you as your ex-husband's ex-wife know his favorite cake. And so you're better than this, that other thing. Like you're a grown ass woman. Do you say cake or cake? Cake. Oh, thank Probably God. that also, but I don't want to know Ooh, that. I don't want to know about that either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, on, like, my first week, it was the CEO's birthday, and we all signed a card that was about smoking weed, so. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I mean, it is legal in our state, no, but it it's is, sort yeah. of, like, boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to know what my coworkers do in their off time, mm -hmm. really. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that. Also, if you are a manager, there's a lot of things that you probably should not do as a manager, mm -hmm. which is share personal information mm -hmm. about your subordinates in any that's so dumb right <laughs> and a lot of people in the comment were on our side but then also too like i don't think necessarily i mean you should have gone to that op should have gone to a friend outside of work to talk about how uncomfortable it made her yeah but i guess i can understand going to someone who knows the people involved to be like how do i handle this yeah but you should probably just go to hr in that case yeah or if you have a question, you should write it into us, and I will mm -hmm. replace all the names with pseudonyms. I like that. <laughs> Share us your tea. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I actually do have a really small update mm -hmm. about... Um, Is it the um, the Vegas lady? Yeah. Oh, Las my God, scammer. Las Vegas. All right. So if y'all remember in a previous episode... Um, called i think it was like karen's las vegas vacation or issue scammer mm -hmm. so that woman has returned from fmla okay and she is now working at a different clinic and now her two little buddies that she was always in coots with are also taking fmla for similar reasons mm. and previously i mean and i don't want to judge people mm -hmm. You know, if you need FMLA, please take right, it. Absolutely. But they did it under mysterious circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. I was like, mm. Okay, Karen. Now, is Karen's new position part of or an extension of the company that it was before? Or is it just a totally new job? It is the same company, different location. Oh, wow. So she lat moved mm. and is just kind of skating by skating when i say skating it's not like michelle Kwan. it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're doing the bare minimum at work and still low-key causing trouble so which yeah don't love that for her mm -mm. um oh i have another one of my friends mm -hmm. oh my god i can't believe oh my god okay mm -hmm. shout out to olivia because i'm so proud of you i love you she asked for a raise she she was like, should I do this? Because she was thinking about quitting her job because they were not compensating her 
for the amount of nonsense that she was dealing with. And she she ended up interviewing at a different company mm-hmm. and <laughs> they gave her an offer on the spot before the interview really even started because that industry that she works in is very in demand. Okay. Yeah. So if it's a red flag, it, it is laying, but also it is low key a red flag. Mm-hmm. But they offered her 10% more Damn. than what she was making at her current position. And she went to her administrator. She was like, Hey, I was shopping around mm-hmm. respectfully. And I got an offer for 10% more. And she was like, I would like to stay at your company if you can match that. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yes, bitch. Yes. I'm so proud of you. We're, I'm proud too. That is how you do it, though. It's really hard to staff her industry. And her skills are in demand. And she knows her worth. And she just gave herself raise in time for Christmas. I mean, and it goes just back to like your last episode. Have the fucking audacity. Yes. She had the, the audacity. She had the audacity to ask. So and that's not to say that she was not super nervous about it. Because no, I was, I was coaching her through it. I was like, the worst they can say is no. And you take that other job. Like, True. Yeah. But yeah. And she was like really nice about it. And they totally understood. They're like, honestly, you deserve that. Just know. That's awesome. I love a uh, feel good story. That's so oh good. God. Yeah. So now that we have our good news mm-hmm. and our tea out of the way, mm-hmm. so do you want to talk about some red flags? Mm-hmm. Some more red flags besides gossip, your CEO gossiping with your subordinates and then it, it getting out to the manager because it's wild. Mm-hmm. Well, like I mentioned earlier, but we're like a family here. We actually have one of our main resources. It is a how to interview guide. And it has stuff about how to negotiate raises and pay and things like that and other benefits because you can also negotiate some paying for school. The first one that I want to urge people to pay attention to is if something in your gut tells you it's fucky, it's probably fucky. Mm -hmm. Trust your gut. Well, I mean, remember that really shitty job that I had that um, we talked about and got a lot of people's intrigue in? Yeah. The congrats are fired one. Mm -hmm. I immediately knew. That I shouldn't accept the job. The only reason I did is because I needed something consistent. And I kept looking the entire time. And I think trusting your gut is super important. But also, when you, if you are in a position where you have to take something and it's available to you, keep listening to that gut. Yeah. But also, if you need to take it, don't feel bad. Just keep looking elsewhere as you do. That yeah. Makes sense. So this actually happened to two of my friends that I know of. Mm-hmm. Do you know what an MLM is? Oh, my God. No. So, yeah. So an MLM is basically a pyramid scam. It's a multi-level marketing scheme. This happened to my friend Philip, who's going to be, well, we're interviewing him tonight, but he's going to be on next week's episode. That happened to him when he moved to California. Yeah. I'll let him tell that story, but well, he didn't get, he didn't get caught up in it, but he was like, are you serious? But that also happened to one of my friends and she was like, Hey, this sounds like really sketchy. What do you think? She was like, I went to an info session with one of my friends and her friend was trying to get her to do this thing where you have to buy stuff up front to sell. And I was like, skirt, hold on. No. And then she was like, and my friend was being really shitty about it and being like, don't you want to, don't you want to make something of yourself and be successful? And I was like, ew. Yeah. And I was like, girl, that is what I was like, I know that your friend was trying to rope you into it, but that is 100% an MLM. Oh, for sure. And she cut that shit out. And she did not do it. Hey, girl, let's get your shit together, energy. Yeah. (laughs) 
And I'm sure everyone's gotten messages from people that they went to high school with being like, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm selling XYZ. Yeah. If anything is accompanied by shaming tactics, saying that you're not intelligent, you Mm -hmm. don't have ambition, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to be successful anywhere else. Um, Mm -hmm. And they make you purchase anything up front or attend an info session Mm -hmm. before they tell you about the company. Fucking run. It's emotional manipulation. Mm -hmm. I talk about this one a lot because it's so crazy, but there's something called job title inflation, Mm -hmm. which costs Americans $4 billion a year in unpaid overtime. But basically it's a bait and switch tactic. Let's say you're going to be a cashier and then they're like, how would you like to be a manager of cashiers? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then like a shift. Yeah. A shift lead. And then they trick you into getting a higher sounding position for the exact same pay. Mm -hmm. So that's called job title inflation. We have a really good article about it, but it might piss you off. It's valid. That's a good way to explain it. Yeah. I saw a post that's just kind of like, it was like a meme, but it was a very serious one. Kind of just, it it felt relevant. It was talking about how if a company is is looking for entry level, they shouldn't require experience. And if they've got a job that it requires experience, it does not need to do entry level pay. Yeah, because that's insane. Mm -hmm. There's also, let's say your interviewer, which most people don't know how to conduct an interview. Mm -hmm. But imagine your interviewer is oversharing about their personal life. That happened to me. (laughs) But also you shouldn't overshare about, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't share shit about your personal life because they are not your friend. Mm -hmm. What were they oversharing about? They were talking about how they were late for work because their car had been broken into and what? their boyfriend was late waking them up and stuff girl get your life together <laughs> i didn't i don't know why i didn't tell you about that that's so funny well you have too many stories and then there was also too the one where they were like oh yeah unpaid training or whatever yeah until you hit a certain quota but that guy was telling me all about his sister and how she was performing in new york city and this that and the other thing and i was like is this an interview or not it's <laughs> so weird yeah, that would hit me in the gut feeling of, ew, mm-hmm. what is up with this? But you didn't end up taking those, so. No, I did not. Yeah, because fuck that. They were scams. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's also shit that's major red flags mm-hmm. where they're asking you questions that are straight up illegal. And this is for the United States, but a lot of other countries have similar protections. They can ask these in a friendly way, too. That's why it's mm-hmm. so insidious. If they're like, oh, are you married? Are you planning on having kids? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to hire people mm-hmm. that they have to give maternity leave to or FMLA, which is unpaid leave, but they can't fill your position permanently mm-hmm. while you're gone, which we have a template on how to demand respectfully all the stuff that you need for your maternity leave for free. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have an ADA or uh, a reasonable request form on the website. Yes, for free, free download. Mm-hmm. Because we love y'all. Yes, we just want good things for you. Yeah. There's also what religious holidays do you observe? Interesting. Yeah. To tie in with the ADA thing, you shouldn't disclose disabilities if you can help it until after you get hired. Because then, especially if you have an invisible disability, they might be less likely to hire you. Yeah. But once you're in the door, it's going to be harder to get rid of you. And I love that for you. Mm -hmm. Another thing is how old are you or what's your date of birth? That also, too, a friend of mine wants to come on and talk about it. But um, that the way they can loophole that is to ask about when you graduated college or high school. Yeah, which 
we highly, highly recommend leaving the dates of your high school graduation off of your resume, mm -hmm. just like we recommend leaving your home address off yes, because that opens you up to a ton of discrimination potentially. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they underpaying and things like that. Yeah. Older folks especially experience mm -hmm. that, um, yep. unfortunately, like over the age of 40, which yeah. is a protected class, but they don't care. Another thing is, <laughs> what country are you from? Interesting. And then obviously, and then like, what's your sexual orientation mm -hmm. or gender identity, which those should not fucking come up mm -mm. at work in general. And then also don't volunteer stuff. A lot of stuff about your personal life or plans for pregnancy, obligations to family, financial or transportation concerns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine rolling up to an interview and being like, well, I don't know if <laughs> my old ass car is going to mm -hmm. start. I really need this job. Like, don't be too desperate. Because then they'll lowball you or not hire you. I think I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before. And not to keep bringing up that shitty ass company, but like they were really bad. In my interview for that job that Congratulations, You're Fired was about, they literally told me that the reason they were hiring, because I asked, was because the last person they had hired, no call, no showed on their first day, and they hadn't heard back from her. Yeah. That is... If a job like, is good enough, you will show up for that first day. Mm -hmm. Everyone on my first few days asked me if I was ready to quit yet. <laughs> and I literally, that's actually how I wound up getting into the, the conversation about what I was making is because everyone was like, oh, are you ready to quit yet? And I looked at them and I was like, well, I hit 30 days. Yeah. yeah. They're like, what are you talking about 30 days? And that's how it came up that I had that bonus that then started the conversation about pay. Yeah. And they're like, why don't we have bonuses? Because mm -hmm. we've been here for years with mm -hmm. no raise. More, more freaking experience than I had. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Obviously, check their reviews on sites like Glassdoor. Mm -hmm. But having a ton of amenities, this is a, maybe more for the tech industry. Okay. Companies that offer like a shit ton of amenities on site, like catering, gyms, places mm -hmm. to nap. Mm -hmm. It's not because they want you to be happy. It's because they don't want you to leave work. Mm -hmm. So you might be working crazy hours there. And then also mandatory fun. I fucking hate mandatory fun. Oh, God. Like, Especially, I don't want to go to a table with my coworkers. Yeah, that was actually suggested to me one time as a team building thing. Also, pizza parties. Oh, I... That, and then also, too, if they're, like, on your first day or barely paying you a living wage, if at all. And they'll give you embroidered company t-shirts and hoodies and lunchboxes and pens. And it's like, okay, the money you're putting into this that I won't even use should go to pay your employees. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, so this is actually becoming illegal in mm -hmm. some countries like Belgium and Portugal, as it should be. But in those countries, it's becoming illegal for your boss to contact you outside of working hours. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. One of my other friends, he recently turned down a job that he interviewed for because it seemed, in his words, he said that the person that he would be working for didn't seem to have good boundaries mm. with his time okay yes and he was like i don't want this person contact me at nine o'clock at night because i'm talking multiple text messages and then calls jeez on the weekend before his interview oh my god chill the fuck out that's insane <laughs> and he was like i don't think i want to work for you preemptively he still went to the interview but he declined it which good for him yeah I love, like, the European attitude of they're not going to answer their email all fucking summer. Mm -hmm. If they're on holiday, don't answer. Yeah. Well, when I was working at the, we're like a family company. 
I, on Thanksgiving, like I was hourly. I like hourly. I like being able to make overtime. Um, does it suck when you are sick and need to take off? Yeah, but it was Thanksgiving and I got a message from, so I was like doing marketing and stuff in my very was Like he texted me and was like, hey, I made this flyer to go ahead and post on LinkedIn. I was like, go ahead and do it then. I basically, I didn't mean, I didn't say it in those words, but I was like, it looks great, but I'm off the clock, so I'm not doing it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, <laughs> like he was confused about it. Yeah. That's funny. I block, I specifically had put everyone's name in the, in their phone as like capital letters work so that I knew to avoid them after 5 p.m. Yeah. Nothing, unless you're literally saving lives, I think, I think you're good. I, I will say the job I work now, I have to go in very early in the morning sometimes. And if I get a call and I'm still awake from my boss the night before, I'm hoping that he, like, cause one time he called me and the only reason I didn't take it is because I had something to do during the day, which is why I was working first thing in the morning. But he asked me if I wanted to take a nine to five instead of a four to 11. So sometimes they'll give me extra hours of sleep, but like, yeah, which, I mean, you can do that with a text. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> else is a <laughs> Ignoring people. I'm waiting two months for my coworker to text me back about something important. So I have to text his boss. Be like, hey, I haven't heard back, so I'm asking you. Yeah. Always follow up. Always have a paper trail. I actually saw something today that reminds me of the paper trail. I was like, it's, and it was a post that was like, oh, if someone doesn't follow up on an interview, what you should do is find their boss's boss on, on LinkedIn, message them and be like, hey, I haven't heard anything back. I really hope he's not the only person who handles the hiring because it's disrespectful or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, say toxic messy. But honestly, is it toxic to follow up on a social interaction that everyone was followed through on? I'm going to just CC y'all. <laughs> no. And then our final toxic tip, I think, <laughs> speaking of being toxic, for companies, you can read Glassdoor reviews and stuff like that. But wouldn't it be fun to search uh, the company name in quotation marks and then plaintiff in quotation marks and do the same for that and defendant in quotation marks? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because sometimes they have an unreasonable litigation habit. Okay, wait, now I kind of want to do that with my last job. <laughs> Sometimes they unlawfully deny parental or sick leave and then they get in trouble for it. Maybe even fire people for talking about wages. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Which you are allowed to talk about your wages. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Also, you're allowed to form a union. Ooh, I love the U word. Yeah, you should do that. And so for those of y'all that don't know, when you Google something, if you put it in quotation marks, it'll search for that exact phrase. And then you can also use the minus symbol to get rid of stuff that you don't want to see. Just a little tip. But yeah, I love it. I love being messy, but so you know that. Messy. Okay. Do you want to sign off? So if your boss is toxic or your interviewer is asking you illegal ass questions, what do we, what do we say? Fuck them. Because fuck them. That's, That's why. why. Bye.